Welcome back to Self Love Ignited. Today I am interviewing Genevieve Valencourt. Her and I have a great conversation. A lot of it surrounding self-love, obviously, but also PCOS. This is something that she has been dealing with her entire life, and she has come to embrace it and all of the changes that it brings with her. Now, online on social media and her website, she goes by Bearded Lady G, and she has an incredible gift to bring to this world. Genevieve is also a coach and a mentor and an artist. She is an inspiring woman, and if you have ever struggled with body image, if you've ever struggled with loving and accepting what you see in the mirror and if you've ever struggled with PCOS and some of the physical changes that it often brings to people this episode is going to be helpful inspirational and healing for you dive on in my name is Katie Allen and this is self-love ignited let's get to it Welcome back to Self Love Ignited. Today on the podcast, I am interviewing Genevieve Valencourt. Genevieve, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. We connected a long time ago, and it's taken a really long time to have this conversation. And I'm excited that we are finally doing it. So I would love to introduce you, or I would love for you to introduce yourself to everybody. Why don't you just take a moment and say hi? Okay, hi. Uh, I'm Genevieve. I live in Ontario, Canada, and I am an empowerment and mindset coach and a mom and a bearded woman living with polycystic ovarian syndrome and hirsutism. Amazing. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have been like, like I said, we connected like last year, right? And we've been I've kind of been following you and I have seen your growth and I have seen like these all these exciting new things that is happening in your world uh, and I'm really happy that we get to have this conversation today because it is a much much needed conversation I think and I'm really yeah. great I'm really grateful that you put your hand up to come on and share even though you're a podcast newbie it's awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this podcast, right, it's all about self-love, self-love ignited. It's about telling the stories of people just like you who have come from a place of not liking parts of themselves, not accepting, not loving parts of themselves to really like being good with who they are and, and telling the story of how that happened. So Genevieve, I would really just like to invite you to tell your story. Um, tell us a little bit about the challenges that you face when it comes to your relationship with yourself and your body. You know, where did, where did all this begin for you? Ah, so, I mean, I think I probably had um, a lot of challenges with my body as a kid already. I grew up kind of, um, you know, chubby and, um, and then when I, I guess before I turned 16, I kind of like, as I started going through puberty, um, hair started growing on my body and then on my face, like slowly from my sideburns. And that's really when uh, my struggles, I guess, with my confidence um, in myself and my body kind of came into play. That's where the struggle kind of really started for me uh, because immediately you know, we grow up in a culture that says that women don't have hair. So there is so much shame attached to females having hair on their bodies and on their face. And I immediately internalized all of that and um, 
from that point, it really impacted my life and my self-love journey. It took me a really long time to get to the point where I am today, where I could grow out my facial hair and own it and be proud of it, uh, still feel like a woman and love it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think you're absolutely, you know, I think you're right just in the fact that you said like society says that like women shouldn't have hair, right? And it it's true. It's like as women, it's like everything from like your eyebrows down, you're supposed to have nothing, <laughs> right? There's like this weird, this weird thing that's like, I mean, I, I know women who like wax their arms and like, Mm -hmm. like every parts of their body. And it's like, we are human beings and that's not normal. And we're supposed to have hair and all of us are are different, right? There is no one way. Um, But that being said, your journey is different from a lot of people's, right? Because you said it started at 16 having, Mm -hmm. having this. And I mean, 16 is a hard age for everybody. Like 16, Mm -hmm. being a a teenager is tough, right? I think we, we all know that. Um, like how did how did you as a young person when this sort of began what did that look like for you how did you was there like an internal struggle was there like did you like get like depressed about it like how did you what what did that really look like and feel like for you at that time Uh, it felt like a lot of shame and like like I felt super ashamed and really embarrassed um I didn't you know looking back on it it's like oh gosh like I was so embarrassed, like mortified that, that I had this happening to me that I didn't really share it with people. So I really like the isolation kind of, of, of just kind of like sitting in your shame by yourself. Um, that was a lot of my experience. I didn't have any friends who had uh, the same thing happening. Thankfully, uh, I, I do have a cousin who like a couple of years later um, went to a doctor and was like, diagnosed with PCOS and then when she came back to town she messaged me and was like hey I think I think maybe you want to go and check out this doctor this is what they just told me I think you might have it too um so I kind of started from that point realizing that I wasn't by myself in it um but that was like the early 2000s I didn't really have access to internet like the the research factor I did a lot of that on my own to even just learn because I people weren't talking about it yeah. and yeah, the loneliness, the shame, the embarrassment, heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy stuff. And you know, that's one reason I'm so happy that you're here today is because mm-hmm. so that when there's, you know, young people who are dealing with the same things that you were dealing with, you know, at 16, 17, 18, they're not alone and they have, you know, they have you as a resource. They have this conversation as a resource and there's a big thing just knowing that you're not alone when you're going through something takes so much off right? so much of that pressure and that stress and like it's still hard but you're not you're not doing it alone like somebody else is there with you totally I would agree and I think representation is the biggest thing uh, when we don't see ourselves represented in the world it's really easy to tell ourselves that there aren't other people like us or that we shouldn't be here and so that representation factor, I think, is one of my main goals in this journey is to fully represent um, as best as I can for other people yeah. and myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I heard I heard somebody say once that we teach what we most need to learn. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful representation that we are all still on our journeys, whatever our, you know, whatever mm-hmm. our unique journey looks like. It's like we're all still on it. We're just at a different 
place in it and being able to sort of you know reach back and help the people who are behind us and like come with me I can help you I can show you like I think that's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing that we all we all have the power to do in our own way and you are very clearly doing that thank you yeah I agree uh, yeah so I would like for you to fill in the gap for us so here's you at like 18 you talk to your cousin you started doing research you're like maybe I'm not alone in this maybe there's this thing and then there's you today being like I'm owning it I'm a woman I am beautiful this is who I am fill in that gap how did what what, what was the process that got you to this point what did that look like for you uh, so it looks like a lot of things gosh it's like a 20-year gap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but I can sum it up best in saying that I I mostly worked from home in my adult life um, because I would have to shave my face every other day and I have really sensitive skin. Um, so I worked from home as an artist, which meant that I was home a lot. Uh, I took the time that I was home and those years to really do a lot of research, to, um, to read like so many books, I kind of turned to, to women. And I read like all of Brene Brown's books and Glennon Doyle's books. And, you know, I watched all of Oprah's Super Soul Sundays, like took in all of that information. I really just filled my time with research. Uh, I went to college to learn how to support other people so that I think so that I could support other people, but also so that I could support myself on this journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I worked my stuff out, <laughs> you know, I did a lot of, like shadow work <laughs> um, and just kind of, I allowed myself to be at whatever point I was at on my journey then and accept that I was there and not here or back when I was 16 and just really celebrated, um, at each point, uh, the, the accomplishments that I made in my life that got me a little bit closer to this point. Mm, mm. And I think that's key. What you just said right there, right. Is that you allowed, mm. you allowed it. And that is, mm -hmm. that is, as far as I'm concerned, that is one of the cornerstones of you know, whatever, whatever term you want to use self-love, self-acceptance, self-compassion, right. It's just like, stop. It, it, it's not fighting with yourself. It's not shooting yourself. I should be here. I should be, I should be in this mindset. I should be accomplishing this. It's, it's being good with who you are and where you are in that moment and not, not battling over what your brain's telling you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that we struggle with what our brain tells us like in general. So it's kind of a, we have to like kind of trick our brains while also accepting that, you know, we're so much more than our thoughts. Yeah. Absolutely. On this, like on this journey for you, did you do, I mean, I know you mentioned shadow work, like, and I, I get that this is like a couple of decades worth of work and there's probably so many different layers and so many different things that have helped you just like all of us, right? We all, we all have our own, our things. Um, but was something like, um, like, me, like, me, like going in, I guess is what I'm trying to ask, like things like meditation or things like journaling and self-reflection, like, did that play a big part in this for you? Definitely. Um, I, I'm new to meditation, I guess. I kind of like came back to it uh, within the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. But I've 
I've always been a big like self-reflector, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, so that that was a huge part of it for me. Um, I think it was more about the gathering of knowledge, like to for me to to learn about shame and vulnerability and realize that the shame that I was feeling like was actually just a human emotion and to learn about social conditioning, like it totally shifted my brain. Um, And I think that those are the things, those big mindset kind of like breakthroughs that really, um, that really helped the most, I think. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Genevieve, do you identify with the term self-love? Like at this point where you are right now, does this feel like self-love? Is it self-acceptance? Is it like what, what term feels like true for you, most true for you? Definitely. Really both of those, self-love, um, self-acceptance. I speak a lot about uh, self-compassion and being compassionate with myself and with other people. Um, that's, yeah, self-love is, I think, a term that I'm I'm just kind of coming into more so on my journey. The more that I do practice self-love, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, this is loving myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, right? So I have, so when I started this podcast, I named it Self Love Ignited. That felt like a good term. And it wasn't until I was like in it for a while that I realized that that term is actually quite polarizing, that it's quite triggering for some people, right? Like not everybody identifies with it and it can feel like so far away and so out there and so foreign. Um, And that's why I like to ask that question because it's like, we're all at our own place and even though, like you said, it's like, it wasn't always like self-love. Now you're like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess that's where I am. Like, I guess that's what it is. And it's just like a beautiful evolution, right? Mm-hmm. To get here. So I would love to know, what does self-love mean to you? What does that look like to you? What does it feel like to you? That's a good question. I know. And I didn't tell you I was going to ask that question. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so for me, I think self-love looks like um, meeting myself with compassion always. Loving myself, uh, giving myself the same love or even maybe more love than I give to the people around me. I think we're so trained to love everybody else. Um, and you know, that like giving ourselves that love, that part's not really taught to us as much, but I think that that's what it is for me because it's really easy to give all of your energy away and think that that's going to make, make you happy and make your life better, um, without actually giving it to yourself. So for me, it means giving it to myself as well as other people, being kind to myself, being compassionate, fully accepting myself, um, for, you know, all my light stuff and all my dark stuff, all the good and all the bad, accepting all of it and realizing that it all makes me whole. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I love that. It all makes you whole. And that is it, isn't it? That's what we all want at the end of the day is we want to feel whole and complete. And yeah, I think so much of, yeah, I mean, this is a whole different conversation and we're not going to go all the way down this tangent, but so much of like the personal development world so much of that space is full of people feeling like they're missing something like they're not enough right and Mm -hmm. feeling feeling like they're always not enough and it's like but you are whole when you when you accept all those parts of yourselves when when you can see them and you can hold them you see that Mm -hmm. you are actually enough I would agree yeah 
yeah like yeah we're not we're not going down that rabbit hole that's like a whole other (laughs) (laughs) so since you are now at this place of really like loving and accepting yourself how would you say that being in this place impacts your mental health like your mental health your mental well-being it it has a major impact on my mental health um i i knew before uh like when i was removing the hair and kind of like spent all of those years hiding i knew that that wasn't great for my mental health um i didn't really think about the impact that it would have i guess like this way um preemptively uh because it seems like the more that I love myself and the more that I accept myself and the more I, you know, put myself out there and show up, even when I'm scared, uh, the more really like the more my mental health improves. Um, yeah, it's like it, taking the shame away, actually, I think is the, is such a big part of it. Yeah. That really helped improve that. I'm, I'm grateful now for good mental health practices that I can follow and rely on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also it's a little bit easier. I think when we're just like walking in the path of authenticity, that maybe our mental health is just automatically kind of restored a bit. I suspect that you're right. I suspect mm-hmm. that you're right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think mental health is a big conversation that a lot of people are having in lots of different ways. Um, but that is definitely a thread. I would agree with you. That's a thread that I've noticed too, right? It's like the more that we are being our true selves, it just, mm. it, it takes that, it takes the the shame away. It takes the shoulding away, right? I should be more like this, or I should be less like this. And it mm. just creates that peace, right? It's just at being at peace with who you are. Quiet, yeah. quiets all the rest of the BS that we hold in our heads sometimes. Mm. It helps, it helps. Yeah. Um, how has this journey of self-love impacted your other relationships? So whether this be intimate relationships, uh, friendships, you know, with family members, whatever it happens to be. Um, again, I, I know that this has been a long journey for you, but you know, if you look back and you reflect, how have those shifted now that you are more confident and comfortable being your whole authentic self? I have definitely noticed a difference and a change in my relationships. It seems like, um, it seems like it's had a ripple effect, I guess, I'm going to call it. Um, and it's almost like the people surrounding me in my circle um, have all like experienced a kind of a, a bump, um, a ripple in their own self-love journeys, almost like maybe it's given them a bit of power, like for them to realize that they can fully accept themselves also. And I've noticed um, a few of my very close relationships that they've, they've actually stepped into their authenticity also, uh, which is really great. I think that that's kind of the point. I think of, you know, when we're all authentic, then we give each other uh, permission to be authentic ourselves. Yeah. 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 And like how beautiful too, like that ripple, right. That you can see that now. I think sometimes when we're in it, you can't always see it, but I think you, you've been on this journey for a long time. Right. So this, this is, you're not just a year in, like you, you've, you've been in in this, you've been working on this for a long time. So you, you've had, you have the space to be able to actually reflect on that. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how beautiful, like, I'm sure that you didn't, you didn't get into this to improve your relationship with other people or to like help them do it, but like, what an amazing side effect. And it just proves that when we work on ourselves and we love ourselves, 
it really does change. I know it's super corny, but like, it really does change the world, right? Like it's like one person at a time. It really does. Yeah. 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 And I think like the, you know, realizing that we're all worthy of those like healthy, positive relationships. um, And when we each show up as ourselves, I think that those are possible. Uh, Like they're right there at our fingertips, really. Right. Right. I mean, it's true. Like if you think about relationships, how are you supposed to have like a healthy, fulfilling, amazing relationship if you are not being your whole self in it? Because you are never going to be giving your whole self. You're always going to be holding back. And you're never going to be able to fully receive either. Like, mm, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we have to show up. That's what relationship, I think that's one of the ways that relationships, relationships of all sorts, they create growth in us, right? They sort of, mm-hmm. they ask us to show up fully. And when we're brave enough to show up fully, it creates change, but we have to show up fully for ourselves first. Yes, yes. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. When you're looking back, at your journey on your life if you could go back and give any advice to 16 year old you or 18 year old you you know like back at the beginning when you were feeling really lost and alone and you didn't know what the heck was going on with you with with your body what advice would you give your younger self Mm. the advice that I would give is to follow my intuition I would say follow your intuition because you know already what you need to do and you can trust yourself that you know what to do to heal this mm. for yourself. I think that that's what I would say. Cause that's, <laughs> that's kind of a, I think I fought with that for a really long time. Like I felt like I, like I just didn't know what to do, but now looking back, it's like, Oh, you know, I just followed my intuition the whole time and without realizing it um, could have, could have trusted myself more that I was on the right path, doing the right things, learning the right lessons. And I would say like to give yourself love then immediately. Yeah. 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 I think one of, I think that's wonderful advice. Absolutely. And, you know, I would say too, I think one of the things that we as humans tend to do is we think that we have to meet some benchmark to be deserving of love or to be capable of love. Right. Like, like I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that you, that you get this too in the conversations, excuse me, that you have with people, but I can't tell you how many times people have been like, but how do I love myself? Like I'm imperfect or I feel like I'm 50 pounds overweight and that's disgusting. Or I feel like I am not enough. I'm not measuring up. How can I love myself? And it's like, it is a choice. I mean, I, I mean, I think like when you get down to it, it is a choice. Right. And it's like, love yourself from the beginning, love yourself through it. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And like you have permission to love yourself. I like somebody could have told me that and I would have been like, oh, do I? (laughs) 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 But like legit, like you have permission. Like I give everyone in the world permission. Like you deserve it. (laughs) You have permission to love yourself (laughs) imperfectly. (laughs) So you are our uh self-love fairy godmother is that what you are saying have you just sprinkled sure. the fairy dust <laughs> totally I mean that comes up with my clients like often where they're like oh I just like I didn't realize that like I could accept this about myself and still love myself mm-hmm. yeah permission permission thank you yeah. thank you yeah <laughs> 
So Genevieve, how has this self-love journey impacted your journey of entrepreneurship? I mean, I know that you said that, you know, you're an artist and you've been working from home for a long time, but I also know that you are now a coach and you are a mentor. So tell us, tell us about that evolution as well. That's gone along with this. So I, I had previously worked um, with kids like way back in my younger years. Um, And then after I graduated college, I worked with people with Parkinson's disease and their families. Uh, And then I took the break to be home and, and be an artist. I kind of, I knew I had learned the tools to support other people and I had put them into practice and I was kind of putting them into practice for myself also. Um, But I didn't truly feel like I could fully support other people, I guess, until I was at this point. I felt like sitting across from somebody and asking them to share their shame and share the things that they don't like about themselves with me, it was kind of like, like I I felt like I... I would have a mask on if I wasn't fully myself. And then I felt like that was super hypocritical. So I knew that me accepting this would be a major part of the journey. Um, And then once I did, it's like the whole world opened up to me. Um, And I decided, yeah, to launch my business at the same time. And I won a contest. And now I am supported by business coaches and a community of entrepreneurs. And I feel so grateful um, for all of it, because I think that support is like the number one thing that we need um, as people in order to kind of grow our businesses or grow in general. I think it kind of always comes down to support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are not meant to do this alone, right? We're not meant no. to really do anything alone. We're social, we're social creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How does that, what does that look like in your business right now? How are you currently supporting people? Tell us about that. So I do one-on-one coaching. I do like a six-month program, a mindset transformation program currently, uh, one-on-one with people. And I am developing a group program uh, that I can launch in the future so that I have more impact. Uh, I also use my social media for representation um, for, yeah for really self-love kind of all goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If listeners want to get in touch with you, by the way, what is the best place for them to do so? So they could go to my website, beardedladyg.com. Okay. That, okay. The best place from there, really any, and all my social medias are beardedlady. <laughs> <Lady G too. laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, and I'll make, I'll make sure to put all that in the show notes. So it's easy just to click on through, but it is really handy when it's all the same, when you're just like, find yeah. me anywhere, bearded lady G all the same. Yeah. All the same. yeah. <laughs> um, so Genevieve, if there's somebody listening who is maybe sort of back near the, near the beginning of this journey, they are just opening up to maybe this is something that they want to um, you know, the, a journey that they want to embark on. Maybe they are dealing with PCOS and they have yet to accept um, whether it's, you know, facial hair or other things that are happening with their bodies. Is there one self-love exercise or practice um, that you would recommend for them to start with? Sort of a step one. Yeah, I think that it's, so having a gratitude practice um, for me has been really changing 
uh, of my days. And so as I would say, a gratitude practice that could be as simple as listing three things that you're grateful for, and then immediately after three things that you love about yourself. That simple practice has helped me get into a mindset where I am easily able to remember that there are parts of me that are totally lovable when I question them and to be grateful for all of the things um, in life. It kind of like sets you up to be grateful for the parts of you that you can love and you can love all of them really (laughs) write down any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I think that's beautiful. And something like a gratitude practice is wonderful because it's, you don't need any any other external things right it's like you can start today even if even if you don't have like a physical notebook it's like get out your phone and write it in notes right like we all have access to that today like there is there is no reason that if somebody's struggling they couldn't start right now like literally like literally press pause and do it like right now like it's (laughs) yeah just right now three things you're grateful for and three things you love about yourself (laughs) I love it. Go. Yeah, go, go. Pause us and go. (laughs) So Genevieve, I I just, I love this conversation and I love hearing how far you have come and you are such a light, like you have such a light energy and you are shining brightly. I follow you on Instagram. I see what you're up to. You are growing and changing and doing really incredible things. Um, And I just, I really want to honor you for that. This was also your first ever podcast conversation and it has been absolutely fantastic. Um, It's just, it's so, I'm so, I'm I'm really, uh, I feel really grateful. There we go, here's gratitude. I feel really grateful that you came on and that you chose to sort of share yourself and share your story. Um, And I just wanna ask you before we wrap up, is there anything else you would like to add? Is there anything else on your heart? Any last pieces of wisdom? Anything else that your intuition is telling you people need to hear before we go maybe just if you struggle with your body or with fully accepting yourself you are not alone there are reasons we are conditioned to do that (laughs) and it's not your fault (laughs) it's literally conditioning you've been trained to do it which means that you can overcome it also yeah that's what I'll leave you with Mm, yeah very wise great words of wisdom yeah Okay, Genevieve, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. All of the links mentioned during the episode are down in the show notes. Please make sure to go on over and check them out. Also, please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I would be forever grateful if you would go on over and leave us a review on iTunes as well. That's going to help this message reach more women. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Here is to you loving yourself.